What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. Got a lot of news this week. PAX East was this week. Got a lot of announcements. So without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. First up in gaming news, we got some official dates for the Mortal Kombat 11 beta. It's live now. It's a closed beta, so the people who pre-ordered it got the closed beta code, uh, and now you are able to participate in the closed beta. Uh, Monday, April 1st is the open beta, so I'll be checking that out for sure. Um, yeah, April 1st for the Mortal Kombat open beta, but if you, like I said, if you pre-ordered it and you already have access to the closed beta starting yesterday. So I hope everybody gets a chance to check that out this weekend and let me know how it was. Uh, I'm sure I'll be checking it out when... Uh, the open beta comes because I didn't pre-order it because I'm scum. So next up, we have the PlayStation Plus games for April. Uh, you know how I like to do this at the end of every month so everybody knows what's in store. On PlayStation Plus, you are going to get The Surge, which is a sci-fi action RPG considered to be a spiritual successor to Lords of the Fallen and Conan Exiles which is a survival action game. That fucking game is great. I do have that on PC. That game is a shitload of fun. Both games are going to be available to download starting on April 2nd, so keep an eye out for those. And of course, I have to announce the Xbox Games with Gold for April. Looks like we're getting the ravenous piece of shit failure, the Technomancer. That's going to be available from April 1st to the 30th. We'll also get Outcast Second Contact, which will be coming on April 16th until May 15th. And then we get the original Xbox version of Star Wars, Battlefront 2. I don't know if they're going to have servers or not. Either way, that's pretty dope. If the servers are up still, that'd be fucking nuts. That'd be so awesome. I will be playing the shit out of that. And also, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. Those will be available on Xbox 360 and Xbox One, thanks to backwards compatibility. So you guys are going to let me know which game you're most excited about that's coming off free on the consoles that you play. I think the best deal out of this would have to be the Conan Exile deal because that's like a $30 game or so maybe more uh, I haven't even heard of the surge but I mean if it's a sci-fi action RPG that's made by the same people who made Lords of the Fallen that sounds like it'd be pretty interesting so definitely check those out if you get a chance we got a release date finally for Wolfenstein Youngblood and that is coming to PC PlayStation 4 Xbox one and Nintendo switch on July 26th uh, I don't know if anybody's played the new Wolfenstein games they are absolutely incredible gory as hell just they they encapsulate what Wolfenstein would be with the consoles that we have today they did they do a great job with Wolfenstein every time they make a new one. If the last Wolfenstein game you played was the 360 one that was made by Raven, Ravensoft I believe, Raven Software, you're going to want to check out the new Wolfensteins that uh, launched with this current gen because it blows that piece of shit out of the water. I'm not 100% sure if there is multiplayer because I never really cared because Wolfenstein's always been single-player experience for me and that's all I've ever cared about but if you're into single-player games with a nice driven story beautiful fucking graphics and some brutality of course then Wolfenstein is definitely the game you're gonna want to check out and even if Wolfenstein Youngblood's the first game that you decide to play fuck it I mean who cares it's a Wolfenstein game you're playing it and you need to experience it regardless July 26th it'll be out so keep an eye out for that since mobile card games are 
the go-to now for publishers it seems because we have hearthstone and we have elder scrolls legends both great games it looks like cd project red is hopping on that and there's there are releasing uh gwent on iPhones and later this year an Android release to follow at a later date it says. If you're not familiar with Gwent then you aren't familiar with The Witcher which shame on you because you should be familiar with The Witcher Uh, and The Witcher basically forced you to play Gwent at first and then you get hooked on it and then you don't play the fucking game because you're too busy playing Gwent. So this is a great way to play Gwent on the go with your phone. There's no official release date but it has been announced it will be out for iPhone first, like always, and Android at a later date, like I said. But as of right now, no official dates. Gwent on the go. Apple announced its Apple Arcade Games subscription service. It's going to be available fall 2019 in 150 countries and regions. They have not released a price structure, of course, because nobody ever does. They just want to get people hyped up for no reason, and then they release the price, and everybody's like, oh, what a drag. (sighs) Like I said, I don't know how I feel about this. I talked about this, like, four weeks ago, I think, when it was, like, rumored. Now they finally announced it, and it's just... It does not seem appealing to me. I don't even... I mean, the games that they have so far that they've announced, I've never even heard of them. I mean, Sonic Racing, obviously... Lego Brawls, I don't know what the hell that is. Projection, First Light, no idea. Enter the Construct, no clue. Oceanhorn 2, Knights of the Lost Realm. That's interesting because the first Oceanhorn game is a lot of fun. And if you like Zelda games, specifically the -the over-the-top view Zelda games, like A Link to the Past or A Link Between Worlds, Oceanhorn is a great game. And it's hella cheap on Steam right now, the first one, so check it out. And I believe, actually, it is on the Switch as well. If you want to play that check it. i definitely suggest checking out ocean horn i played it a couple years back it's a lot of fun very very zelda-esque also very enjoyable but i don't know fall 2019 for this apple subscription service it okay hold on let me rephrase apple arcade games subscription service i there's not much more to talk about <laughs> besides this is probably going to be an utter failure i don't know what the fuck is going on with the industry right now with all these things coming out i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see how it turns out i mean that's with basically anything i ever fucking talk about i was like oh we'll just see how that goes <laughs> all the time so i mean this is just another one of those things just something i felt that i needed to tell you guys fall 2019 if you give a shit apple arcade game subscription service coming to an iphone ipad or macbook near you now let's get into the borderlands news Whew. Let's get into the Borderlands news. Borderlands, the first game, is getting a re-release as a Game of the Year edition on April 3rd. I will 100% be getting that. PS4, Xbox One, and PC on April 3rd. Game of the Year edition. They changed some stuff in the game with inventory updates that allow players to lock and label weapons as junk and auto pickups of items from the ground. Something that the first game never had before that a lot of people had a gripe with. They they fixed some things. Also, in response to fan feedback from the original game, the final boss battle of Borderlands will be adjusted to be more engaging, challenging, and rewarding. Players will also be able to customize their vault hunters with new cosmetic heads that can be equipped. So it looks like they're taking some things from the second one and revamping them for the first one, which is awesome news because the first Borderlands is so good. The second one's even better. I'm not sure if you are familiar with the shift program. They give golden keys out that unlock chests. They normally give you some pretty decent weapons depending on your level. So back in the Borderlands 2 days, I would hoard all my shift keys and wait till I got a higher level and then I would open up all my chests and get 
the best fucking loot, man, just ever. Returning players from Borderlands 2 or the pre-sequel will earn 75 keys. That's 75 chests. That's 75 chances for an amazing legendary weapon. Gearbox also confirmed some other Borderlands updates, including that a new Ultra HD texture pack for Borderlands, the Handsome Collection, and all its DLC for consoles and PC. For Borderlands 2 VR players, all of Borderlands 2's DLC will be added to the PSVR title this summer for free to all players. On the topic of Borderlands, we finally got a confirmation of everything that we've been waiting for for it seems like a fucking eternity. Borderlands 3 finally confirmed. They had an insane reveal trailer. We saw like everybody from every past game. It just, I can't even explain it. And I really can't wait. The only thing we have right now is the trailer that we got. Allegedly a 1 billion guns, (laughs) which Borderlands has always been the game that was like, yo, they always preached how many guns they had. And I guess they have a billion this time. Unfortunately, it is March 30th today, and we will not get more information until April 3rd about Borderlands 3. So there's no release date yet, but we got a trailer, we got confirmation, and just... It, oh. It's just so great. It's so great. I mean, if you go watch the trailer, there's so many Easter eggs in the trailer from just past games, and it's just so much fun, and I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. I really can't wait. I'm sure we'll be in the Discord playing Borderlands 3 when it drops. It's going to be it's gonna be really hype. We Happy Few is finally getting some DLC. It's first piece of downloadable content, and it'll be available on April 4th, and it's only 8 bucks uh, individually. Or you can be it can be purchased along with the rest of We Happy Few season pass for twenty bucks, which of course has a season pass because every fucking game has a season pass. I haven't played We Happy Few since it's been since it was an early access, and I didn't care for it too much. But that's just me. That's my opinion. If you liked it, that's fucking dope. You get some DLC for eight bucks. Hell yeah, good for you. So if you're out there listening and you like We Happy Few, just a heads up: DLC is coming and it's rather cheap. So you have that to look forward to. Dead by Daylight is going to be getting Bruce Campbell in the game as Ash. He'll be available on April 2nd. As you know, this isn't the first time a horror movie character has shown up in Dead by Daylight because Freddy Krueger is in it, Michael Myers, and now Ash Williams. And Ash from the Evil Dead will be available in Dead by Daylight on April 2nd. And I'm pretty sure that they have microtransactions for those characters. I'm not 100% sure. I didn't play Dead by Daylight enough to get into the specifics of that, but I'm sure it'll be a couple bucks, if not five bucks. Can't be any more than five bucks because it's a paid-for game, and it may even be free. I don't even know. It doesn't say here, but like I said, Ash will be available in Dead by Daylight on PC, Xbox One, and PS4 on April 2nd. Another horror movie legend added to the roster. The Elder Scrolls Blades, which is the on-rails mobile game that looks pretty good, but I mean, it's it's a mobile game, A, and it's on Rails, B, so it can't be that good. <laughs> but Bethesda announced via Twitter that the early access codes for Blades should be in their email. So if you signed up, like I did, to get early access to Blades, then you should check your email and get that code going. And of course, it was a part of the Elder Scrolls 25th anniversary celebration, which if you missed out, Morrowind was free on that day, and I'm sorry if you missed out. I already had it, and I've fucking had it forever so i mean if you didn't have it cool and you got it hell yeah if you missed out i'm sorry but if you didn't it's like eight dollars not a big deal but if you don't remember just a quick recap blades was announced during bethesda's e3 2018 press conference uh it was originally slated for a 2018 release but by november it had been delayed until and i quote early 2019 um nobody really gave a shit 
about Blades when it was announced because all anybody cared about and wanted was Elder Scrolls 6, which we did get a small itty bitty teaser for that. I remember, <laughs> I remember getting physically fucking angry because Todd Howard came out and they were talking about, oh, we know you guys love Elder Scrolls, yada, 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 and here you go. And it was fucking Blades, a fucking on rails mobile game with like i mean yeah the graphics are fucking cool but who gives a shit it's a mobile game and it's on rails there's no free roam nobody wants this shit they played this and everybody i could tell was pissed i was fucking pissed i was like you cocksucker you motherfucker i was mad as fuck joey diaz on these bitches right and they kind of tricked us i kind of felt dumb Because right after the Blades trailer, they announced Elder Scrolls 6, and I was like, motherfuckers, man. You guys just made me mad for no reason, and then I forgave them. But if you care, and if you signed up for the Blades Early Access, the code is probably sitting nice and tidy in your email right now. Check in on that, and let me know if you actually play it. I won't. If I do have a code, I'll probably give it away on my Facebook page. Don't really care. But if you like it, and you recommend it, let me know. I'm curious. I want to know what you guys think. I have some interesting news in regards to... Actually, you know what? Let me let me ask you guys a quick question. Do you like Dark Souls or Demon Souls or Bloodborne or Sekiro? Any of those games? Now, let me ask you that. Do you like those games? Now, when I ask if you like them, I'm not asking if you enjoy them because I don't think anybody actually fucking enjoys those games. They just play them to say, Oh, hey, I beat this hard game, bro. Anyway, next question. Do you like the work of George R.R. R. Martin? And if you are not familiar with that name... Yikes, but he is the author behind A Song of Ice and Fire, a.k.a. Game of Thrones. Do you like those two things? Well, there's a rumor that Dark Souls devs are working with George R.R. Martin on an RPG. This information comes from a YouTube channel. This channel has been proven incorrect in the past, but like I said, this is all rumor. There's literally no details whatsoever on any of this. This is all, say with me together, speculation at this point but the fact that there are rumors out there that dark souls devs are working with george rr martin on an rpg could hint at the fact that we're getting a soulsborne-esque game of thrones game which would be fucking awesome it doesn't even necessarily mean it's game of thrones just because martin's on it but i mean i like to dream now i'm not a big soulsborne fan because i have incredible rage issues when it comes to video games as i discussed on last week's episode which if you haven't checked out is pretty fucking comical i kind of went off on a 20 minute tangent on how dumb i am when it comes to anger issues with games and that's why i don't play soulsborne games but if there is a slim chance that this is going to be a Game of Thrones version of a game like that, then I will put myself through that hell. I will buy extra controllers and keyboards for just throwaways so I can slam those or snap them or break them or do whatever to them if I have to get my rage out somehow. And funny story, when I first bought my Xbox One at launch, I had two 360 controllers that didn't work that I would keep on the couch or table next to me that I could fucking whip at the ground or throw if I got mad because when the Xbox One came out, the controllers at first were like $75 and I was like, I am not throwing this motherfucker because this is expensive as shit. I would literally have two controllers sitting 
to the side and somebody came over to my house one day and they're like, yo, uh, you have a 360 still? I'm like, I do. It's in the back room. I don't really play it. He's like, well, what are these controllers doing here? I was like, well, those are my rage controllers. And then I had to ex explain to him what I did with them and why they were there. And it was hilariously fucking embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, that's, I'm going to, I mean, I've literally done it before and I'll do it again. I will buy spare shit to destroy. Like just go to a thrift store and buy a couple fucking shitty Dell keyboards for a dollar fifty a piece and just smash those motherfuckers to oblivion if you get mad. It's pretty simple. I mean, it could be more simple and just not get mad, but who the fuck just doesn't not get mad? Come on, let's be real. So that's the rumor mill for that. Dark Souls devs working with George R.R. R. Martin on an RPG. Like I said, rumor, speculation. Then again, if everything was confirmed, this show wouldn't be as mediocre as it is, right? I don't even know why this is even worth saying, but I love Lord of the Rings and I love Lord of the Rings games. Don't even get me started on Lord of the Rings games because it seems like almost every single game they put out is fucking phenomenal. I mean, you got to think about it. Go back to the Two Towers, Return of the King, and then they had the Third Age. Then they came out with the Shadow of Mordor. Actually, before that was War in the North, which was fucking awesome. Then you got the Battle for Middle-Earth series, the Conquest series, and then they had the MOBA, the Lord of the Rings. I think it, I believe it was called Legends. Not 100% sure. But it was like the first MOBA on console back in the 360 days. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I was like, what is this game how do i play this but the lord of the rings Gollum has been announced for release in 2021 and that's why i'm saying why am i reporting on this because 2021 is a fucking long time away but i mean it's pretty i mean you get to play Gollum, which is weird i don't i don't know how they're gonna do that hopefully you start off as smeagol in the shire or what was the shire before the shire and you find the ring and hopefully it you play as Smeagol as he descends into madness and becomes Gollum. That would be very, very interesting. Here's a bit from this article. The project comes thanks to a new partnership between Daedalic and Middle-Earth Enterprises, the company that owns the rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Gollum will also be just the first game produced as part of the deal. Further games are being planned. Daedalic's game Gollum will be based purely on Tolkien's books, so it's not going to be based off of Peter Jackson's movie trilogy, which is great, because don't get me wrong, Jackson's trilogy is a fucking masterpiece, but the books are far, far better. Trust me when I say this, if you have not had the pure joy of reading the Lord of the Rings novels, books, whatever the fuck they are, read them. Very, very good read. So it looks like Ubisoft's E3 conference time and date has been revealed June 10th, beginning at 1pm Pacific time. Now, what does Ubi have planned? Watch Dogs 3? Who knows? Some more Ghost Recon? Maybe. Definitely some Rainbow Six. We all know it's going to be, it's going to start off with Just Dance and be f so fucking just painfully cringy we're gonna have to cringe through it we're gonna have to cringe through whoever the fuck they get to host because it's always a cringe lord or a cringe queen i mean we're definitely gonna get some beyond good and evil because that was last year so i'm sure we'll see it again this year so just put on your fucking cringe suits and i mean cringe suits are basically what hazmat suits that you can puke in and be okay somehow that's, that's what you're going to need for the Ubisoft conference because it's always fucking terrible. Go into this with a bunch of fingers crossed. Can we get a new Splinter Cell game, you motherfuckers? The world needs Sam Fisher. We don't need another fucking Just Dance game. I get it, but you're, you know, your fucking six-year-old daughter loves Just Dance and the, the drunk aunt that comes over that doesn't have any kids and loves wine fucking loves Just Dance, but nobody else likes Just Dance. Stop fucking making them. So, if you're excited for Ubisoft's E3 conference, it will be June 10th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. 
Get ready for the fucking cringe. Monolith Soft, the creator of the Xenoblade series and co-development studio on Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, is currently hiring for a new Zelda project. There's no details on the project other than the fact that they're hiring, which means that there's something in the works, which means we probably won't see it for a year and a half, maybe two years. Just wanted to throw that out there in case you hadn't heard it anywhere else. You heard it here first. The creators of Xenoblade and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild are hiring for a new Zelda project, and it's confirmed because it's on a Zelda-themed recruitment page, so that is definitely going to be Zelda, unless they're just making it a Zelda recruitment page because they're like, hey, look, we made Breath of the Wild, look at this and maybe it's not. No one really knows. There's no hint at what the project would be, simply asking for staff who can help, quote, create new surprises and emotions. That is a hint in itself, because if they're looking to create new surprises, that means they're not going to be remaking, remastering any current games, because I think they're about to run into Zelda games for that. (laughs) Like, all jokes aside, I love the remasters, but they are literally remastering fucking everything now, especially Zelda games. So it's definitely a new game. That's our first hint. And other than that, there's no other hints. Other than that, it's in the works. So just keep your eyes peeled, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your eyes peeled. Now remember, you heard it here first. You didn't hear it anywhere else. You heard it here first. Don't fucking bullshit yourself. So if you're out with your fucking, with your friends and you're like, yo, dude, did you hear about the new Zelda project? And the guy will be like, no, no, what do you, where'd you hear that? And you can be like, I heard it on This Week in Mediocrity, bro. And he'll be like, bro, what's This Week in Mediocrity, bro? And he'll be like, bro, it's a fucking podcast, bro. And it's really informative, bro. You should definitely check it out, bro. And he'll be like, bro, I'll check it out. Then he'll be like, bro, where do I check it out? And you say, bro, just Google This Week Mediocrity and everything comes up, bro. And he'll be like, bro. And then that's the conversation that you'll have. That's only if you heard it here first. That conversation will not happen if you didn't hear this information here first. So sorry if you're really, really looking forward to the conversation. But if you heard this news somewhere else, it's not going to go down that way. So just, you know, shout me out once in a while, guys. I really appreciate it. That's going to do it for video game news this week. So let's just jump right into the entertainment part of the show. Just found out this week that Game of Thrones is getting a documentary about making the final season that is set to air after the last episode. The two-hour documentary debuts on HBO on May 26, one week after the series finale, described as a chronicle of the show's most ambitious and complicated season. It's called The Last Watch, and it delves deep into the mud and blood to reveal the tears and triumphs involved in the challenge of bringing the fantasy world of Westeros to life in the very real studios, fields, and car parks of Northern Ireland. If you're a fucking documentary freak like myself and a Game of Thrones fanatic like myself, this is literally the perfect thing for you. It's gonna... It's two hours long it's it could be it could honestly it could probably be in it could probably be in cinemas and they'd make a shitload of money on it but they went the hbo route which is respectable i feel it so mark your calendars because what you might think might be your last sunday for game of thrones after the finale is false because there's one more sunday that is going to have a documentary about how they made the whole thing that's real i can't wait to see that because i love watching behind the scenes things like i just bought the office complete collection on dvd and there's so much behind the scenes shit that you don't get on netflix and it's a whole new fucking world of just obsession i don't know about you guys but when i like a show i fucking like a show and it's it's kind of disgusting which you know real quick if you don't have the office on blu-ray or dvd definitely do it because netflix is not enough and you can't trust netflix let me i see it all the time everyone's like oh my god netflix took fucking insert show here away and it's gone forever and i don't trust them 
even if the office probably gets 100,000 streams a day from every user, I mean, eventually there's going to be a licensing thing that runs out and it's going to be gone. So I went out and I bought the series the whole series just in case and i suggest you do it too i am so good at going off on tangents and not paying attention sorry uh two-hour documentary called the last watch one week after the game of thrones series finale mark your calendars for that one i don't know if this could qualify as entertainment news it was kind of interesting to me because i have a feeling that this is going to lead to something else conor mcgregor announced that he is going to retire from the mma so he's said it before who knows if it's true this time but there are rumors floating around that he is going to be at wrestlemania this year so is he taking the ronda rousey route get your ass beat a couple times and then go fake get your ass beat is that what's gonna happen i don't know kind of uh conor mcgregor's kind of salty he is a great fighter i will not deny that great fighter great shit talker great showman but when he gets his ass beat he just hit the salt flows like the dead fucking sea and he said and i quote i decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art today i wish my old colleagues well going forward in competition i now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement that was conor mcgregor he was just here yo see you conor peace dude all right i'll show you fuck me weather Sorry guys, he just headed he he came to my house real quick to just say that part and then he just he he fucking bounced out. He's gonna go retire, I guess, and uh live a quiet life. Probably not. He's probably gonna go to the WWE. I'm calling it right now. Anyway, on top of the Apple Arcade fucking mumbo jumbo, the Apple TV Plus streaming service is coming in the fall as well. <sighs> so many services to keep up with. Now, there's a whole list of the Apple streaming shit that's coming to blase blase whatever i'm just gonna tweet it that seems like the easiest way to do it so if you're interested in yet another streaming service apple tv plus is coming in the fall i'm sure they'll have a bundle with their arcade mumbo jumbo Uh, i will not be partaking in this unless there's something that really pulls me in which i highly doubt this is just in case you guys want it i don't know if you want it or not but it's gonna be there and you can have it and it's gonna be an option so like i said i'll be tweeting this article out on my Twitter for you to check out. And in case you didn't know, on Twitter, I am at TWIM Podcast. Just no spaces. TWIM Podcast. So if you want to go give me a follow, that's cool. If not, that's cool as well. So back in like December, maybe even November, Netflix was like, yo, we're bringing one of the most beloved anime fucking literally ever to the platform. And that was all they gave us. The anime that I'm referring to is Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I have never, I've never watched. I've never watched it, and I know here come the pitchforks and the torches. And I'm very sorry that I haven't watched it. I like to think of myself as some sort of anime connoisseur, but I've never seen this, and people always fucking roast me for it. But now, I will be able to watch it because they're finally bringing it to Netflix on June 21st, first day of summer. So the first day of summer, I'll be cooped up inside binge watching neon genesis not a bad day it is going to be the original 26 episodes that were from 1995 also this year netflix will be launching ultraman um as well as saint cyan knights of the zodiac and this one is interesting a live action remake of cowboy bebop i knew that that was in the works but apparently they're launching it this year and that is very very terrifying Because let me say this real quick. The Netflix Death Note was okay at best. Now, here's why I'm saying it was okay before you fucking flame me for it. Going into it, I I went into it with an open mind. 
Like I went into it like, hey, this is a Hollywood studio making a Japanese anime with American actors. How are they going to do this? Well, they did it, and they really fucked it up really hard. But then I was like, okay, well, if I if I watch it again, which I did, I was like, I'm going to watch it again and pretend that I've never seen the anime, which is super hard because it's in my top five. Watching it pretending that I had no knowledge of the actual anime or the manga, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't that bad. So if you know somebody that hasn't watched the anime, just have them watch that, I guess. And it's it's enjoyable, I suppose. I'm worried about the Bebop remake because I personally think it's one of the best things ever created. And I don't think it needs any form of remake. It doesn't need it. And Netflix is going to make it and they're going to destroy it. And I want to I want to try to be optimistic about it, but I really can't, dude. I can't. It's so hard. Bebop doesn't need any kind of remake. And here they are doing a live action one. Oh, fuck. But anyway, Neon Genesis, June 21st, 2019, fucking finally. Got lots of news in Marvel this week. Apparently, Angelina Jolie is in talks to join Marvel's The Eternals. I mean, she's just in talks. It's not like she's been confirmed, which I don't personally like when they bring giant actors like Angelina Jolie into the MCU because I like to see people shine like new actors and actresses. New actors and actresses. Actresses? Man, that's a fucking, that's a fucked word to try to say. Actresses, right? Is that how I say it? Fuck. She's in talks to be in the Eternals. If you are unfamiliar, the Eternals are a powerful race of cosmic beings who have existed in our solar system for millions of years. While most Eternals look perfectly human on the outside, their advanced biology gives them incredible strength, long lives, and powers that set them far above mortal men. Uh, obviously, it is unclear who she would even play. Marvel has no comment. It's all talks. So, just a heads up on that. I really hope she's not in it. I mean, I love Angelina Jolie, but man, I don't think she belongs in the Marvel Universe, personally. That's just my take. Avengers Endgame official runtime is three hours and two minutes. I'm so fucking happy and I'm so glad. There's no talks of an intermission yet. I mean, they're... They, they entertained the idea before. There's been no confirmation on it. But there has been confirmation, and it was revealed by AMC, when because I, I believe you can get tickets now. Uh, the runtime is three hours and two minutes. So I'm definitely going to hold off on the fucking Cherry Icy, because I'm not going to want to have to piss or and miss a single anything. God. I mean, realistically, it's probably going to be two hours and like 50 minutes because credits and whatnot. But that's a lot of fucking screen time, dude. That's a lot of Avengers, man. I'm really excited. And other Avengers... Endgame news, it's been confirmed that Marvel won't release any more trailers, which is awesome because I feel like we've seen enough. Now remember, Kevin Feige did say that what we get in the trailers is the first is is footage from the first 15 minutes of the movie itself. So remember that that was said. And also remember that it's been confirmed that the Russos filmed fake scenes to put in the trailer to throw us off. So this is going to be a fucking roller coaster. We're not going to know what the fuck is going on. They're not releasing any more trailers. The trailers that have been released have fake footage. The movie's going to be three hours long. Let's go. I'm so excited. It's not that far away anymore. Less than a month. Which brings me to my last little bit of Marvel news. They released a shitload of posters for Endgame. And these, these are the ones that are in color. They have Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Thor, Cap, Widow, with long red hair. Keep in mind, she has short blonde hair in the trailer, so does that mean we're getting a time skip? I think that means we're getting a time skip. Hawkeye, Captain Marvel, Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man, Rocket. Oh, he looks so cute. What a cute little fucker. Okoye. And this is interesting. We finally get confirmation that Valkyrie is alive. She is not dead. Valkyrie, if you are not familiar 
was a huge part in Thor Ragnarok. She is confirmed now, officially, to be alive and in Endgame. So that's really cool that we got that. We got Rhodes, aka War Machine, Nebula, Wong, Pepper Potts, aka Rescue, Happy, and then we have the black and white pictures, which are the people who got dusted or killed in Infinity War. So if you haven't seen that yet, spoiler alert. Spider-Man, Nick Fury. We have confirmation now that Shuri was dusted. That is Black Panther's little sister. Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Loki, Star-Lord, Gamora, Mantis, Drax, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, Bucky, the Winter Soldier, Groot, and the Wasp. All either dead or dusted. Interesting that there's 32 images, right? And there are 16 in color and 16 in black and white, which is equally balanced of dead and alive characters, which is exactly what Thanos wanted. So that was really cool. Some he pointed that out to me so shout out to that person if they are listening that is very very cool to look at it that way very telling that's going to do it for today's episode guys thank you so much for tuning in and i love i see you guys listening every week it means a lot i can see it i know who you are i know exactly where you are at this very moment listening i do even if it's six months from now i know where you're at you're right there listening i can see you don't forget to hit me up on social media that would be facebook.com slash this week mediocrity instagram and twitter are at twim podcast i am streaming on spotify and google Podcasts, as well as apple Podcasts, stitcher buzzsprout iHeartRadio, all that jazz i'm on everything that you could possibly think of uh, i just need you to take a minute to uh rate review and subscribe if you haven't if you have just now stumbled upon this podcast congratulations we are a mediocre bunch and we talk about we talk about a bunch of shit that uh that gets our, our jimmy's rustled in a good way we like good jimmy rustling not the bad kind we're here for the good kind and that's what i give you if you are new to the show and you enjoyed it please can subscribe give me come over to come over to my social media pages fucking just bullshit chit chat with me you know what i'm saying let's, let's hang out speaking of hanging out i got a discord server now we share memes we talk about anime we talk about marvel shit i share episodes of the podcast people share articles that might that might pique my interest we play overwatch we play apex legends we're going to be playing borderlands 3 when it comes out so there'll be a link in the description to the discord if you want to join it's an open invite just keep it cool if you want to be an asshole i'll kick you right the fuck out so fast doesn't matter how how much i know you or how long i've known you if you're an asshole you're out it's all there is to it so come into the discord and have a good time it's a lot of fun um very fucking very many nights dying laughing with a bunch of good ass people and it's a lot it's just tons of fun i can't stress that enough Uh, i think that's gonna be it i think i'm gonna go rub some marshmallow fluff all over my body i think (laughs) why did i say that holy fuck until next week shut your mouth get fucked and stay mediocre. Thank you for tuning into. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity.